And you are tuned in to KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay. Sorry, I was running a little late and I just uh, rushed in here, but everything's going great. So happy you're here. We are continuing Less Rock More Talk's theme of all things witches. It's the reason for the season, y'all. You got to pick up every stitch. So sit back, take a break from stirring that cauldron, and enjoy as we explore some thoughts and feelings about witcheries of the past and of the present. When I turned 12, Papa said, little woman, better get yourself a wife. Cause you're too mean for a man, so clean up your life. And if she's the devil, you know she'll be your friend. When I turned 13, I spat in my papa's eye. Took off to find my man, cause I couldn't find a wife. I spread eagled in a She was born in 1877, died in 1957. She was an English writer and poet who mainly wrote stories for children about the fairy folk. Witch, witch, where do you fly? Under the clouds and over the sky. Witch, witch, what do you eat? Little black apples from Hurricane Street. Witch, witch, what do you drink? Vinegar and good red ink. Which, which, where do you sleep? Up in the clouds, where the pillows are cheap. Witch, witch, 
my favorite witches of yore is the one and only Baba Yaga. She's from the wilds of the Eastern Europe woodlands, and she's really symbolic of the bloody history and complex psychologies that transform the mythical forest from a conceptually sinister place into a realm of magic and sacredness. She is fear, imagination, and survival all rolled into one big witch with chicken feet who travels by flying cauldron.
For generations of Slavic peoples, the dark, dense woods were construed as foreboding and menacing, ruled by the witch, Baba Yaga. To roam within her reach meant almost certain death. But when refugees of war and social unrest fled to her woods for shelter, nourishment, and sanctuary, the whole concept of the witch, Baba Yaga, transformed. She became a fierce protector, and while still a dark force, she is also a loving one, much like the Hindu goddess of creation and destruction, Kalima. The word Baba can mean any woman old enough to marry, but the Baba Yaga is often described as a frightening, wild, old witch with a terrible appetite for eating people. When someone enters Baba Yaga's hut, they live or die depending on what they say and how they act. Some also say that Baba Yaga stands for the dark side of wisdom. Just as with all crones, these wise women understand the mysteries of birth and death. They are healers, and they look after the dying, and quite frankly, if they've lived as long as they have, they really have seen it all. After all, the word witch once meant wise. Ride her dark and
Baba Yaga rules over the elements, fire, air, earth, and water. Her faithful servants are the white horsemen, the red horsemen, and the black horsemen. She calls them my bright dawn, my red sun, and my dark midnight, because they control daybreak, sunrise, and nightfall. Some of her other servants are her soul friends, three bodiless pairs of hands which suddenly appear to carry out her wishes, and her herdsmen, the sorcerer, Kotche, the deathless. In the stories of Baba Yaga, often a hero or heroine enters her hut looking for wisdom, knowledge, truth, or help. Baba Yaga aids the heroes and heroines by giving advice, finding weapons, and making tasks easier. So if you are good and wise, listen to your elders and use your intuition, you will be rewarded. But if you are cruel and unkind and ignore your witchy intuition, only chaos, suffering, and death will await you.
Marinate in misery Like a girl of only 17 Man-made madness And the romance of sadness Beautiful dance That happened by chance Happened by chance tuned in to Spilling Rubies with your host, Tristy Taylor, and you are listening to KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay. KWTF is supported by Stanroy Music Center and a grant from the Redwood Justice Fund. KWTF relies on listener support and volunteer programmers. You can find out more at kwtf.com. Net. You can stream us live there, and you can become a regular member of KWTF. Uh, I've been lucky enough to be here for over a month, and it's been incredible and wonderful. It's really a fantastic community. You know how they say on Portlandia that the dream of the 90s is alive in Portland? Well, the dream of the 90s is alive at KWTF. Um, People are really focused on community, doing it yourself. I can't, you should see this station. It's really uh, put together with a lot of grit and uh, passion. And we could really, really use a little bit of extra money. And it's very easy to do. You can sign up on kwtf.net and uh, just have money taken out of your PayPal account. Or we are also accepting credit cards, I believe. If not now, then very soon. And then you don't have to think about it. $10 a month, it's really, that small amount of money, it does tremendous things for us. Um, It takes a a little bit of money to run this station, but we do need some. So uh, if you're listening and you enjoy the incredibly eclectic and wonderfully diverse uh, voices and music that really you don't hear anywhere else, quite frankly, um, please visit kwtf.net. And become a member. We'd love you forever. Went to a fortune teller, had my fortune read. I didn't know what to tell her. I had a dizzy feeling in my head Then she took a look at my palm She said, Sonny, you feel kind of warm She looked into a crystal ball And said, you're in love I said, how could that be so? I'm not tight with none of the girls I know She 
During my research for this witchy episode, I rediscovered an old book that my husband scavenged for me. He cleaned out the estate of an old gay Guerneville wizard, and I inherited a huge section of his esoteric occult library. And in this library, there is this amazing book by Mary Daly and Jane Caputi called Webster's First New Intergalactic Wickedary of the English Language. It was published in 1987, and it is a new dictionary to redefine the language and words we take for granted. Language is power, which is a familiar fact to priests and politicians, but the rest of us have forgotten the enormous power of words, especially in the here and now, when dashing off a comment without thought or care is the norm. Ms. Daly and Ms. Caputi created this new lexicon to reteach women and witches about the power of words and how we use them. So I'll be reading a few of these new old definitions right after this.
her eyes reflect all of this? Why couldn't they look into her eyes? Didn't each night love her another time? Male nights and sometimes female boys love her at night. Girls love her in the dark. Wanderlust, as defined by the Wickedary. Noun, strong and unconquerable, longing for elemental adventure and knowledge, call of the meta-mysterious. See Rachel Carson's words. If I had influence with the good fairy, I should ask that her gift to each child in the world be a sense of wonder so indestructible that it would last throughout life as an unfailing antidote against the boredom and disenchantments of later years, the sterile preoccupation with things that are artificial, the alienation from the sources of our strength.
Wild, as defined by the Wickedary, 
adjective, living in a state of nature, not tamed or domesticated, growing or produced without the aid and care of man, native, not living near or associated with man, not amenable to control, restraint, or domestication, unruly, ungovernable, reckless, exceeding normal or conventional bounds in thought, design, conception, execution, or nature, extravagant, fantastic, visionary, rude, uncivilized, barbaric, savage, intractable, rebellious, erratic, not accounted for by any known theories, extreme.
tiger as defined by the wickedary. Noun, ferocious, fighting feline, a fierce, catty woman. See this quote by Sylvia Townsend Warner. Once, when I was a young lady, and on a night express, I was awakened by a man coming in from the corridor and taking hold of my leg. Quite as much to my own astonishment as his, I uttered the most appalling growl that ever came out of a tigress. He fled, poor man, without a word, and I lay there, trembling slightly, not at my escape, but at my potentialities. Crawling out of the hole, calling out my name. 
winner, bitch, and bring the cars and the marbles and the shape of cream and that one hundred dollars I wrote you, I'm in the red mist. And the boys down here are gonna call up my room, so you gotta go that me. And I and I said, let me give you everything I Yeah, Diamanda Galas is a witch among us. I have a bit of a revolutionary stance on the idea of witches and magic. I feel that we all, no matter where you fall on the gender spectrum, can be a witch. In the sense of making magic through daily rituals, the words we speak and the actions we take throughout our day. Now, there are fundamentalists everywhere, including in the witch world, and those cats completely disagree with me. They have very specific rules and ideas about what witchcraft can and cannot be, but just as with all branches of fundamentalism, not only is that concept oppressive and alienating, it's just not true. I'm here to tell you, people of the Radio Village, that you too can be a witch. It's all in the practice. 
It's all in the making. The importance of daily rituals, words, and images of your own making are the real tools of magic making, far stronger than the strange recipes you find in books written by other people. The key is to figuring out how your magic manifests. Is it on a sweaty dance floor while techno blares from fuzzy speakers? Is it out in the quiet woods under the light of a full moon? Is it while you're knitting a scarf and listening to your kitten tumble around on the hardwood floor with your yarn while a fire burns in the fireplace? Only you know where your most magical environments are. Our personal daily rituals hold a deep and ancient power to create or alter our realities. Even with no altar or physical tools, we can affect powerful changes. This is why the way you see yourself and the way you move through the world is so very important. Even an everyday object like a business card can hold and transmit power. How you name and define yourself is magic. How you treat yourself and others is magic. What you say or think about yourself, you bring into being, quite literally, meaning you are the only one that has the power to invent yourself or reinvent yourself. The image that you present to the world at large is who you are, or it can become so, all rooted in those deep initial perceptions. When someone says, I'm so stupid, or even, I'm so broke, are on one level of reality, making that more true by enforcing it with their words. That's why that much-hated question, so what do you do, doesn't have to make you cringe and feel uncomfortable. Don't be so literal about it. You actually get to say that you are a writer or an artist, regardless of whether or not you make money from it. Now, I've answered the, so what do you do, question with answers like, I'm a painter, or I do a fun show on the radio, and I'm met with a really annoying follow-up question. Yeah, but do you make money doing that? Now, how I respond to this ridiculous follow-up question varies on what mood I'm in. If I'm fed up, I often respond with, why do you care if I make money or not? Do you really want to hear about my boring day job?
That's it for us tonight. I'm so glad you tuned in to Spilling Rubies, Episode 5, The Witching Hour. You are tuned in to KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay. I am Tristy Taylor. This is Spilling Rubies. And we will return live and unedited right here on kwtf.net forward slash listen, KWTF 88.1 FM. We are here every Tuesday night at 8 p.m., and uh, I have some incredibly fantastic guests lined up. Um, We're actually really booking up. It's kind of cool. People are starting to listen to the show, and they're getting excited about what we're doing, and um, people are coming out of the woodwork saying, I want to be on your show. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun in the coming weeks, so... Make sure to tune in and thank you for your support. Ha 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 